Welcome to The Teacher's Story. I'm Jackie Scully. This is a podcast to elevate teacher voice. In this program, you will hear teachers sharing their journey into this profession and their ideas for education. This is about honest, vulnerable, inspiring storytelling. It's a time and a space for teachers to share their ideas for the future of education. Teachers are beautiful beings who give their heart and soul to their community. They're innovators. They're inspirational, not only to children, but to the people around them and they deserve to share their voice. So welcome to The Teacher's Story. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Teacher's Story. Today we have Jason Wilson with us and he was an ESL teacher for 20 years in Columbia. He also is the CEO of the Circle of Friends Club, which I am now a member and I've really enjoyed it. Some really amazing people that are part of that club. He also has um, four podcasts, I believe. Is it four? And four I was, of them. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. Um, and I was featured on one of them as well called the Victory Circle Podcast. He also has a YouTube channel for those podcasts as well. Events planner, CEO of EDFX Media, uh, spiritual life coach, all these different titles. It's amazing. And I'm so excited to have Jason on the teacher story today. Thank you so much, Jackie. It's a pleasure to be on. So my first question for you is what initially was your inspiration to get into education? You know, um, before I came to, I live in Columbia. I've been here almost 20 years now and uh, it's been a wonderful experience. But before I came, Jackie, I was living in Atlanta and I always knew before I came that I was going to teach English. That was Mm -hmm. always my best subject in school and I, I loved it. Um, and I always liked writing too. So I, I figured that when I came, I would just do conversation classes. I didn't have any kind of methodology or anything like that. So um, once I got here, um, everybody just asked me left and right, hey, Jason, can you teach me English? <laughs> mm. And it just started out as conversation classes. That's great. And I know we'll maybe talk about this later. You are looking to start a Spanglish uh, group where yes. English speakers, Spanish speakers can learn from one another. I love right. that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll definitely have to share that later on. Okay. What were some of your early teaching experiences like? Uh, they were great. You know, it just started out with a few students at first. Um, I remember one of them. He was uh, working for like... Uh, this company that makes milk products, Mm -hmm. kind of like Nestle, okay, but it's called Alpina here. So we had this conversation class one Saturday (laughs) and I'll never forget. He took me on this bike ride, Jackie, for like almost 10 miles around Uh Bogota. (laughs) And and Bogota, you know, it's almost 7,000 feet. Wow. it's, It's higher than Denver. Right. So the altitude I wasn't used to. I was only here for my for like a couple of months. So he took me on this ride and and like every I would say every uh, like half mile, I had to stop and get something to drink. Uh, I had to take a break. It was awful. Mm. (laughs) But I mean, it was great, though. It it was a good start for me getting back in shape. (laughs) But what um, what was some of the. ways of that he wanted to take you on this long bike ride? Was it just to like give back to you helping him learn English? Well, he wanted to do something kind of different for the class. Okay. You know, something fun. It was a Saturday. So I said, okay, great. Yeah, great idea. I can ride a bike. I mean, no problem. But it was up these steep hills. I mean, it was, oh God, (laughs) I'll never do that again. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> and what were some of your other experience like with some of your other students? Okay, so after those few students that I had uh, to start with, I started um, putting out phone calls in the yellow pages, looking for companies where I could teach. So I found these two companies, Jackie, one called Media Edge, and the other one was called Mindshare. They're two international marketing companies. Hmm. So I ended up getting the contract with these two companies. And I started out with 10 students. And, um, you know, I didn't have, again, I didn't have a methodology. So I found these two methodologies, one called American Headway, hmm. and the other one was called New Interchange. I thought these methodologies were wonderful. They had listening exercises, speaking exercises, vocabulary, reading comprehension. I mean, they had everything, right? Mm -hmm. So about three or four months into the course, my students were like, Jason, we love you as a teacher. We think you're great. So I went to God in prayer, Jackie, and I asked him, okay, Lord, I need a methodology for this class. And I sat down at the computer and it was, just, it was an amazing experience Every day for about two or three months, I went to the computer and God would just give me idea after idea. And by the end of that two or three months, I had a methodology. It was an entire book. Wow. And I was able to sell that book to all my students. Not only the ones that I had, um, you know, at those two companies, but other students from other companies were asking me about the book. So, I mean, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, and what were some of the new ways that you had this new methodology compared to like what the students were using before? Well, I had a, an entire vocabulary system uh, for uh, like real world situations. Like mm -hmm. if you go to a hotel, you need to know how to order a meal. You need to know how to ask for, you know, uh, things for, for your room. Mm -hmm. You need to know how to take a taxi if you go to the airport and mm -hmm. different real world situations like that that those methodologies don't have here in Columbia. Mm. So, you know, I was preparing my students for uh, traveling to the United States, mm. uh, to England and other countries. So after that, my students came to me, okay, Jason, I wanna move to England uh, and, you know, take a, a master's degree course there, or I wanna go to Canada and I would prepare my students for those experiences. That's really different. Yeah, it's like getting yeah. them to be really active in like language learning and like, this is how you would use it going to like this country. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, were you teaching during the this pandemic time? Yes. As a matter okay. of fact, during that time, um, I wasn't really teaching too many classes online, mm -hmm. but I had to make that transition during that time. And um, another idea that I had, though, was doing interviews and then starting online events. Yeah. So I had this first event, Jackie, on on uh, online with Zoom. And I, I just happened to meet Ray Leonard Jr. on LinkedIn. So uh, he's the son of Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I asked him, you know, would he be interested in speaking at my event? He was a, yeah. a public speaker. So he said, Jason, absolutely, yes, I will be there. Yeah. So um, I organized everything. And then 10 minutes before my event, power outage. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, you know, I, I was going frantic. I didn't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. And finally, the lights came back on. And Ray Leonard Jr. was like, Jason, don't worry about it. You know, when you're trying to do something positive, something like this happens. Yeah, of course. And I, you know, he was really, really cool about it. And uh, it was great after that. But that was my first online event. Yeah. 
I feel like I had so many experiences with my students teaching virtually that they often would lose power and like, you know, they would freeze and then they come back on. But then there was one time where I was frozen and I, I mean, I didn't realize it and they were all like laughing at me and everything. And then I come back on and they're like <laughs> laughing and I'm like, well, what are you laughing about? They're like, you were frozen. And the face that you made when you were frozen was like the funniest thing. It was just like this, <laughs> my eyes up in the air. Like probably looked like I was, you know, a zombie or something. And it was just those funny moments of being like online. And you're just like, I, I have to roll with it. I have to be completely vulnerable. So did the pandemic kind of open up this new door of some of the work that you've been doing and like these different online events and kind of the idea that you want to do for this Spanglish event? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had really no idea about doing podcasts before uh, the pandemic. And, you know, I was doing some reading online and I found out that that was one of the options that I could take if I was inter inter uh, interested in, you know, interviewing people. So another person that I found out through LinkedIn was uh, Chris Jasper. Chris Jasper was the keyboardist and songwriter for the Isley Brothers. Mm. Famous R yeah, famous R and B group. So he was actually my first guest on my first podcast, oh, Living wow. on Purpose. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, but you know the crazy thing about it, I didn't know anything about podcast equipment. I just yeah. used my computer with this terrible camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know the image is all grainy and and it, it looks terrible. I laugh at it now. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, you know it, it was a good experience too. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So my last part I was get into, and I know like you're doing a lot more um, outside of teaching with like your podcasting and the Circle of Friends Club, but just in general, like what do you see we could take away from the pandemic or your ideas for what we can do to improve education? And I know you're in Colombia, but you, you know, we're in America, but so this is in general, it could be like in any kind of educational system around the world. Um, any ideas you'd like to share? Yes, Jackie, you know, I share your affinity for, you know, uh, teacher advocacy. Mm -hmm. The teachers here in Columbia, just to give you an idea, Jackie, uh, on the low end of the spectrum for salaries right now, uh, it's $478 a month that wow. teachers make. Yeah. Wow. On the high end of the spectrum, it's $1,400. Wow. How can you live on this kind I of money? Cannot, yeah. And I don't know yeah. what things cost there, but is that so? That would be a much lower, like, living wage than what we even see in America. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. So you guys have it good compared mm -hmm. to the teachers here. Do they do anything? Like, there are there unions, or do they get involved to try to figure out how they can increase their salary? You know, sadly, Jackie, there's no union. There's nothing like that organized. Um, the only thing that I've seen that teachers do, they've had several strikes over the years, which basically had uh, no avail. I mean, yeah. nothing happened. Wow. And the government didn't, didn't do anything about it. And the, the, basically, the situation right now is, is exactly the same as it mm. was when I came. Wow. Yeah. And so we're seeing a teacher shortage, or at least teachers leaving, um, you know, at record numbers in America. Is that happening in Colombia as well? I mean, you know, teachers really don't have other options mm. of what to do outside of their profession. You know, they, they've spent, you know, 10 years, 15 years preparing to be a teacher. So what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so which is one of the reasons why I want to start this Spanglish event. 
Mm. Um, I want to give teachers an option to learn English outside of uh, their profession yeah. so that they can uh, be open to other opportunities outside oh, of Columbia. Great. Yes, yes, I love that. Exactly. And um, I love this idea of just people getting together and having conversations to learn the other language because it's less formal and it's actually more real world like application, right? Like you get people together to speak. Like when I went to China, I taught ESL just for a summer and it was all like, it was all real world application. Like we would just have conversations like, okay, if we were to go out to lunch together, like how would we have this conversation in English? And so right. it made a lot more sense than just doing a bunch of like workbook lessons or formal lessons. And often when you go to a country, whatever you're learning formally is not how people actually talk. Yes. Yeah. So this could be a great opportunity for teachers. Yes, absolutely. Not just here in Colombia and other Latin American yeah. countries, but also uh, English speaking countries too. There's plenty of people that want to learn Spanish. Yeah. And, and other languages. So, you know, we're going to start with Spanish and English and then branch out to other languages. Yeah. I often see like too now with the pandemic and using Zoom and other online platforms that if teachers in countries don't have a lot of opportunities, either for like, say, a side job or just getting into another profession, I would love to see more teachers being able to get online and teaching in other countries. Right. Know? And then exactly. that could give them opportunities to not only make more money, but then they can reach more students around the world. And then those students have the opportunity to meet teachers in all these different countries around the world. And that's exposure to culture, language, everything that maybe they don't see. Like, I often, I don't think recently, because I know a lot of people that do travel to Colombia and it's actually becoming like a, a big destination. But yeah. I think for a long time, Colombia did have like a reputation or people thinking, oh, it's not safe there or it's just the drug cartel and all of that. Do you still kind of yeah. get that stigma? So I feel like teachers who maybe can go into the classroom virtually and then talk about, like teach a lesson, you know, talk about their background, talk about their perspective of their country, that could really help too. Yeah, that, that could help tremendously. And just to give you an idea, when I came in 2002, everything on the internet was just like you said, drug deals, you know, kidnappings, bombings. I mean, nothing positive. Mm -hmm. wow. But once I got here, I found a completely different situation. It wasn't yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the perception of Columbia has mm -hmm. improved uh, dramatically. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like the same even for America. We do have, you know, uh, a mass shooting gun violence issue. Absolutely. Right. But I think a lot of people, because it's so big in the news worldwide, and they're like, oh, another one. I think people, they think America, like it happens everywhere all the time. And that there's like not these like safe places or safe schools even. They're like, oh, their schools are just, they just have shootings all the time. Right. And it's like anything that's in the news, if that's the only way you're getting information, it creates a mindset. And then that's all you think about that country, which is a shame. Yes, it is. But, you know, through my classes and, and you know, hopefully through the events that I do here in Columbia, you know, we can change some of those perceptions, which yeah. is one of my goals. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So when are you going to launch the Spanglish? Uh, I don't know if it's a, a workshop or what, what are you calling it? Well, it's going to be an event. It's going to be called Spanglish. And, um, you know, so it's going to have the speed dating concept. I had a speed dating company from 2010 to 2015. Okay. And, um, you know, I stopped that company so that I could give people more options 
you know, outside of serious relationships, mm -hmm. you know, just expanding your circle of friends. Yeah. So with these events, it will be a networking opportunity as well as, you know, practicing your Spanish or practicing your English. I love it. That's so innovative. Yeah. Okay. So, Thank you so much. And do you have anything else to share about where you see education going in the future? Well, another idea that I had, Jackie, is, and, you know, uh, our other friend, uh, yes, Patsy, um, and I share the same idea about education on the metaverse. Mm. So um, that's one of the things that I want to do on the metaverse is offer English classes and events mm. where people can meet, expand their circle of friends, network, mm. and, um, you know, and have other opportunities for uh, their jobs. Yeah, and I think the metaverse is something that's going to be like the next like big uh, way that people connect. And yes. I've talked with Patsy as well is that there's a lot of benefits and it can be really great, but we also need to like have balance with it, right? Because I think people right. could, just like social media can get sucked in and then you feel like you don't even know reality anymore. But I think it's exciting to see other places where you can take the classroom and like engage people in different ways like I think there could be a hybrid system in the future yeah. where we're in the classroom but then maybe we're also in these virtual spaces where we could take a virtual field trip or we can like meet people from other countries and have an immersive experience like if we were actually in Colombia or in China or in England or wherever that may be I think that could be a, a really cool learning experience. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do with the with the metaverse. The possibilities are just endless. Have you done anything with that yet? Because I am just at the beginning learning about it. You know, I'm still learning about it too. I haven't done anything yet. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, once we get this Spanglish idea started, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to start that, by the way, in October. Oh, fun. I'm excited. I definitely yes. want to take part in that. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jason, for sharing your story. And you just are always innovating. You have so many different projects. You have so many different ideas. And I think your biggest contribution is just really connecting people. Um, people, yes. I think in the pandemic, felt very isolated. But one thing technology gave us is we were able to you know, make connections with people all over the world. But you actually create this community where people can be coming together instead of just kind of like, trying to network and find people like on LinkedIn or everywhere, but you created this circle of friends club to bring people together and really like share their stories too. Yes. Um, one of the things that I don't see too many people doing on LinkedIn or other platforms is giving people um, the chance to be on the spotlight, you know, mm -hmm. to share their products, services, experiences. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things that, that makes circle of friends different. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to give people uh, the opportunity to be showcased. <laughs> I love that. Yes. You're all about like highlighting what people are doing, their good work that they're doing. And I right. am so appreciative that you uh -huh. saw that in me and you highlighted the work that I'm doing. And I think it's wonderful. That's community building. No, what you're doing, uh, Jackie, is, is such a blessing. I, I expect to expand uh, what you're doing here to Columbia as well. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, so yes. Nice talking with you today. And thank you for being on the teacher story. You're such a delight. I just love the energy every time we talk with each other. Thank you so much, Jackie. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to The Teacher's Story. If you like this story, please subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow this podcast on YouTube and subscribe and leave a comment. All reviews help this podcast keep going and elevating teacher voices. Mm -hmm.